Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Everyone loves happy hour. And no one makes an hour happier than actress, comedian, author, host, and self-proclaimed hat girl, Dee Dee Sorvino, who each show serves up an hour of good times and great conversation. Food culture, fashion, current events, history, or just good gossip. Grab a cocktail and take a seat as Dee Dee shares stories, talks with friends, and makes you wish you could keep the bar tab open all night. Where there's a party, there's Dee Dee, and you are invited. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Drinks with Dee Dee. Here's your host, Dee Dee Sorvino. Hello, hello, hello. You gotta work. Come on, girl. Do, do, do. Sashay, Shante, you gotta work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I know I suck at that, but this show is not gonna suck. I'm your host, Didi Servino, and this is Drinks with Didi, your favorite virtual bar. And it is New York Fashion Week. So you you can tell, I mean, look at Tommy and Kurt, you can tell how much fashion is really top in our world <laughs> with that Green Bay Packers, uh, you know, sweatshirt and the Target shirt, Kurt, I think probably. So anyway, that's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Everybody's got their own thing going. But I want to introduce the crew. You've got Tommy, who's a TV and film producer and vet. You've got Kurt, comedian and father at 1,800 degrees. You've got Stephanie, who's the queen of all. And then our star guest today is Chance. And I'm just going to call him Chance. He does have a last name, but Chance is a big fashion icon. He's a reporter. He is like Mr. Everything. And I'm just going to let you all hear what he has to say. So everybody, welcome Chance. Welcome, Chance. All right. Okay, Chance, well, you know, you've got the scoop on Fashion Week. You just ran from the Javits Center to do the show, which is great. Thank you very much. But, hey, what's been going on? What's happening? And tell us, before that, just tell us a little bit about how does Fashion Week work? Because I think it's kind of changed through the years and what your background is. Fashion Week definitely has changed. Uh, it used to be at Bryant Park, one place in the tent. Everyone went there, huge amount of celebrities, um, very, very focused in one area. Um, then it moved to Lincoln Center, uh, became a little bit more decentralized. Some of the bigger shows started to do their own thing off-site. Um, and then from there, it became insane. Uh, you don't know <laughs> where a show is. There's no way logistically to go to all the things you want to go to. Uh, and not just that, not just location of where the shows are, who's at the shows? Um, a big show I went to recently had four pages of what they call the tip sheet or the face sheet, whatever. It tells you who's there. Three celebrities and the rest were all influencers. Four pages. And I understand wow. that, but wow. it's different because you're used to seeing, let's say, a, a J-Lo or somebody in the front row. And now it's like, yeah, J-Lo's nice, but the girl who has $14 million on her fashion um influencer uh, social media is more powerful because this girl is going to shout it out and that's an instant audience that's going to receive it j-lo is like you've got to market her being there and whoever sees it that's great but she's not doing anything to promote you this these other people will uh that poses a small problem for me because i walk in and i don't know who any of these people are i mean it's just impossible how can i keep track of you know a 14 year old who all of a sudden is flying from <laughs> la who's a major fashion influencer and a lot of times you have a picture of them that's the press shot and they come in looking like an insane person because they want to stand out. So they could be wearing like, you know, a sleeping bag and they have yeah. chopsticks in their hair and their hair is pink now. Well, I'm supposed to put that two and two together that that's the person. So um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting, but uh, it's fun. And that's what I like about it because you don't know what's going on. It is chaotic. I, uh, 
we have our own crew, but I also bring my own video camera, a small little camera, uh, just in case, who knows what. I, on subways on the way home, I've, I've interviewed people because they're there and it's great. But I also left my camera at one of the shows, and fortunately it was at the Ritz uh, Hotel, and Ritz had it the next day for me. I'm surprised because rich people like to steal things for fun, so even though it was Ritz, I wasn't confident I was getting it back, but I did. Um, actually, the security guy, when I picked it up, said, somebody opened your camera, started playing one of the videos, saw it was you, and go, I know that, dude. I'm not stealing this. Oh, cool. And turned in the camera. But that's bad that they weren't thinking like they might if they didn't know you. <laughs> right. They were definitely feeling it. But then they're like, I know him. And I said to the security guy, I go, who was it? He goes, I don't know, but he knew you, and, and I, you've got your camera back. So well, I'm glad. So you got your camera back. But that is interesting, Chance, because... You know, when you think of old school fashion week, it's like, sure, all these celebrities and, you know, in the old black and white movies back in the day when you'd have all these models come in at a luncheon and they would all model the fashions in kind of like an easy breezy way while they're having their tea or their champagne. And it's just fun how, you know, fashion has changed through the years. But I think everybody likes it, even the guys here. It's not like these guys on this show. And they're kind of more in the Hollywood world and making movies and TV, that sort of thing. Uh, Alan has a, a press background, but still, they like to see the ladies in fashion. You know, people love to see folks dressed up and fancy. And the influencers, that is so fascinating how that's changed. But it's a visual world now. I mean, you have Instagram, and it's all about the visuals. And that's why they have so many followers, because they're so good at it. What do you think is the difference between the real fashion world? I mean, and then... I kind of want to say the fake fashion world because, you know, they all use all of the filters and the changes, and, and that bothers me. I mean, I, I think I'd rather see the real thing, but I don't know. Maybe we don't. What do you think about that? As far as fashion, Chance. Oh, um, fashion is uh, has stepped into Hollywood range where um, there is so much that is not even close to what is really out there. One, just to be unique you have to have the clothing that just absolutely just put someone on the right car on the runway with you know balloons tied all over themselves and, and like a dog collar and you're like oh that's couture from you know yeah. Mugler. <laughs> there's very there are very few designers that are actually creative because it's all been done it really has just like in hollywood you know we've got uh, charlie's angels again and they made magnum pi and there, there's not much happening yet netflix pulls out some really good shows once in a while but in fashion as usual like you can only dress a guy so many ways, so that's done. And then with the ladies, same thing. Um, I mean, my craziest fashion week story was uh, years back when I first started out, I was going to interview two models with this designer, and they were having a wardrobe malfunction. And I thought, okay, well, I'll help. And it turned out, <laughs> you don't know what's coming. <laughs> the girl... So how did you help, Chance? What happened? <laughs> Anytime there's a wardrobe malfunction with a female, I'll help. I got a <laughs> of tools and enthusiasm that surpasses anyone's. But this one caught me off guard. She and her girlfriend um, were very extreme into body modification. She had two bolts. When I say bolts, I'm talking Google it, Home Depot, metal bolts in her back. Oh, I thought you meant like had two bolts. Balls, like it was like a transvestite or something. Is that what you all think? I thought it was like a woman in balls too. <laughs> yep. Uh, same okay, so real balls, so like steel or metal bolts. balls. Bolts. Got it. Like metal bolts that are yeah. fast, oh, bolts, like on a bolts. Bolts. <laughs> no, like Frankenstein bolts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. bolts. I thought you said I didn't balls. Realize my ex-wife no. was in town. That's what balls. I thought it was too deep. <laughs> I'm familiar with it balls. It is Hollywood, so it could be anything. Not a problem. <laughs> Both? No. Uh, I didn't know if it was metric or U.S., but it was catching on the fabric. So we had to replace cotton and things so it wouldn't rip the really nice material because she they're permanent. They're not coming out. Like, the surgeon's got to take them out. Oh, my and gosh. Really? For Fashion Week? She did this for Fashion Week? No, this is a year-round thing. This is oh, uh, oh. in her friend. Were, were bolted um and so we brought that up during the interview but i, I didn't i didn't know that that was going to happen so that was the first one that caught me off guard uh, nothing has surpassed that or even come close i mean when you're sometimes, going shopping for sometimes you just can't find a good coat hook though so you bring your own <laughs> exactly <laughs> where am i going to hang this oh wait we're gonna <laughs> these are girls the one we hung around yeah 
Well, do, and you know, are there a lot of wardrobe malfunctions? Because with Fashion Week, my guess is they have to change clothes so fast that things can happen like that. Is it few and far between, or does it happen all the time? Um, surprisingly, very rare. It's very rare. More likely, um, someone will come out in the wrong outfit because you have the hangers and it's like first look, second look, third look. And then when they go backstage, they throw stuff and first outfit goes over the thing. And then the girl grabs her third outfit and it's the other girl's third outfit. And then they're screaming and yelling. So there are times where you come out with the wrong outfit. But as far as something slipping or breaking, yeah, a strap. Sometimes the spaghetti straps are very, you know, um, very fragile and you'll have to like tape something on. More uh, of what you wouldn't imagine is when they're doing a photo shoot, you have someone who's seated there and they're doing a pose and everything looks very, uh, it's not one of those where they're moving around doing a hundred different you know poses, but where it's like the cover of a magazine. From behind, there's about 50 safety pins, there's paper uh -huh. clips, there's tape, <laughs> there's pencils, there's all kinds of stuff, so oh every gosh. single thing is there. But nowadays, to be honest, I'm thinking like an old person. It's really not like that. They actually digitally alter it now, but they used to have to do that. Now they can just put, you know, another leg on. They can do whatever they want. They can put somebody else's head. So the old days of uh, airbrushing became Photoshop. And now you could be, I mean, there's a whole modeling agency that works with uh, AI models. They're I knew you people. were going to say that. I, 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 I don't know about you all, but I think that's tragic. I want the real deal. You know, I'm going to see, you know, bodies, real bodies on the runway or at least real pictures it's that's just so fake. I mean, mm. it, do you find that in the fashion industry people complain about that or do they love it? Or is it just a mixed bag, just a free for all? It depends who you're asking because um, model wise, it's not good. I, I went to one event and the whole monitor was a fashion show of artificially intelligent uh, creative models. And they were amazing and the show was great and it was 3D and that was fun. For me, that's a novelty and that's nice. I immediately wanted to see real models going by because they're humans and there's that human interaction that to me was just an exciting hollywood generated type uh movie really it's just a movie based on fashion um for modeling agencies you can license that out globally and your model can work 24 hours a day in 100 places at once they like aren't, that aren't real fashion models fake enough oh. yeah i mean it's hard it's hard enough to reach that standard as a regular person as a real person now even models can't meet the standard that's being set. I always like it when I drive into New York during New York Fashion Week and the wind blows and you're there to pick them all up. It's it's a wonderful. <laughs> Pull them out of your you windshield know, wipers. Absolutely. You know, Fashion Week's going on right now in London too. And I, uh, my cousin, I've got two cousins there. One's a fashion photographer and the other one's a model. And I, my younger cousin, I don't even recognize her. She's all made up. She's she's it, it's like she looks great, but that's not the girl I know. You know, it's kind of weird. Well, it just seems like it's you know it's just a shame for everything to be so fake. But you would think chance in New York that is where it would still be real. So I have to say I'm I'm kind of bummed about what you're saying because I thought okay maybe they're going to do it in Milan maybe. They're going to do it, you know, in other cities, but in New York, they're going to be real and they're going to do, you know, do it the old way, the old fashioned way, the old school way. Does anybody still do that anymore? Are there any, you know, folks and fashion designers that are like, nope, not going new, not going AI. We're still going to do it the old way. I mean, for the most part, they are still doing it the old way. This was not a known designer, not anything like that, mm -hmm. um, where it's taking over. It was a novelty. But yeah, you okay. still you still have all the models running around um you know and doing weird looks and weird stuff but it's still a show in person uh a performance and it's still great it really is because you're not going to walk away going i have to buy that or what amazing clothing that's that's not what it's about it's and about who buys that stuff who actually buys that stuff i mean obviously super duper wealthy people but do they go to rodeo drive do they go to fifth avenue do they do the you know in the fashion shows is that you know do these clothes most of them end up in the bin you know in, most in the garden most of them are one piece they're for aren't the they show not even aren't they just concept like concept yeah. pieces they're more just uh, uh, their show they're a costume for a show what you're seeing is not going to be in a store. It's not going to be on a runway um, 
where you can say, hey, I'll take that in, you know, size two. It's really it's, just theatrical nonsense. It's so hard okay. that the only people that could get away with it is David Bowie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he would be wearing a size two. Yeah. It would oh, maybe. Um it just when I see when I'm watching a fashion show and I see something so outrageous, I know and you know what inside no one's gonna buy that. But it's so kind of theatrical and dramatic and weird to see. You see that, some of that stuff on the red carpet, though. You see some weird yes, things lately on the red carpet. So I, that's why Academy. I thought they're the ones that are, they're the, at the award shows, sure. You know, they're the ones that are going to the fashion shows. And they're, I, I guess if it's just a concept chance, it, it's, there are other clothing, there are other articles of clothing like that. Like yeah, but, see, all, all, but 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 what you're talking about there, DD, reinforces the point. I mean, the, what you see on the the red carpet, you never see again. Right. They, they, yeah. They, they, if if you see a dress at the Academy Awards, you're never going to see that again because everyone will then point and say, "Ah, oh, that." So, so. I'm just talking about the runway. I'm talking about Fashion Week. There's nothing to buy. That's kind of crazy too. And thank you for bringing that up because I always thought, well, you people could buy the stuff. They're just really rich folks that could do it. But I thought you could buy stuff from the shows. No, guess not. Depends well, on designer. Ralph Lauren, yes, or maybe a Michael Kors. Some of the stuff is real uh, and will be, you know, in retail stores. But a lot of them, a lot of the names are just trying to get noticed. And unfortunately, the weirder, the crazier, more uh, less wearable and less um, uh, marketable, the more it's going to make press. So for Fashion Week, say Ralph Lauren, are they like, oh, nobody cares and they're over like doing it in, you know, like in the Bronx or something. Nobody cares about them because it's going to be conservative and not crazy. Is that just a fashion show that they give tickets away to because nobody wants to go? Is there a pecking order? No, like Ralph Lauren, that would be one of the most desirable shows to be invited to um, because there's... Uh, you know, it, it's for private clients, biggest spenders. And if you're a society lady, you have to show up there. So it's kind of, if you're not there, you're not important. Um, but the show itself, it's not outrageous. It's not outlandish. Most of the stuff is really beautiful uh, stuff you can buy, probably made to order. But um, it's not a show where you're going to get a lot of press. It's more like the Blondes New York. I went to their show and they dress Rihanna and Beyonce. And if you look at the blonde, um, you know, one of the pieces with a gigantic like heart mirror and walking down the runway <laughs> and tons of press, everybody, I mean, they were selling in front. That's the other thing also about um, seats. There's a lot of shows and it's not even, um, you can go online and they call it like experiences and you buy seats to the shows and it could be 2,000, 3,000 for front row, a package of. Uh, backstage plus front row, five, 10,000, after party, 15, 20,000 plus front row, uh, personal shopping with them can go to 25 to 50,000 and they're selling them. So not only do you not have really a lineup of celebrities on the front row, you might have some, this is not like at Ralph Warren because 10,000 is not going to make a difference. You're not getting invited. But um, for a lot of shows. <laughs> those are the poor people. That's Kmart. Oh, that's yeah, not even here anymore. Hours a week, you know, it's crazy. Right. Um, that, like the blondes and, and several other designers, they're selling all these experiences and they're selling a lot of tickets. So people who aren't really like the highest level of society, maybe, who knows, their boyfriend made a lot of money on, on being a hedgy or trust fund guy or whatever. Right. Russian so oligarchs, you know, they, they a lot of Asians probably, you know, you get a lot of folks in, in New York that are just super duper duper rich. They just are. So Chinese you're spies see and the senators they date. You know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm so sure. That, and then influencers. So it's kind of crazy. So are the influencers, if they have a ton of followers, and, and by the way, do you think all of those followers are real? Uh, no, are, they're not. They're not. At least a you third can, of You can buy them. You can buy oh, them. I know that. And everybody says do it, and I just will not do it. I refuse. No, Anything no. fake, I think, will come back on you and say, like, oh, no, that's the way now, I think. But it's the wrong way. 
Exactly. I, I, you know, and you know that, you know, a, you know, if they've, if, if they've got like, there are certain people with no personality, they're not even cute. There, there's no reason for them to have, you know, 800,000 followers, 6 million followers. Nobody believes it. They know you're a liar. They know you're a fake. So it doesn't that mean anything anymore? Being it real? Does. Um, they, the people, the PR people are very sharp and I can go right now and, and give you a list of five, uh, free online sites that will evaluate all the followers someone has, tell you how fake they are. Um, how many oh, yeah. yeah, it's very, very easy to evaluate anyone like that. Um, what's, so you figure like, I mean, they've done it on the New York Times. They did it on, you know, presidential candidates. They did it on uh, Lady Gaga, people like that. I'd say off the top, you figure one third are fake. Um, but the funny thing is I have friends who obviously bought followers and have, let's say, 100,000 followers. You want to have an engagement rate. And I know this sounds very low, but like a 2% engagement rate is really good. So if you have 100,000 followers, you should have about 2,000 likes and maybe 500 comments and a certain amount of shares. I have friends with 100,000 followers, and they get like four comments and 20 likes. Yeah, okay. I have other friends with 5,000 followers, and they're getting like 4,000 likes. So all you have to look at is the ratio. You don't even have to go online. If there's a large number of followers and a low number of likes or in comments, forget it. You know, that 2% figure is interesting because that's the old figure that was considered a direct mail marketing piece. If you got a 2% response, that was considered good. So it's interesting yeah, how that, that same okay. percentage carries over into the new medium. So Chance, I mean, you're like, a, you know, good looking, sharp dressed guy, well-spoken for fashion, <laughs> for the fashion world. <laughs> I mean, you know, is everyone on your level? Is everyone like that sharp? Do you have to be? Or is it kind of like a crazy circus? Well, you can kind of look into it if you've got a little money or you're just kind of, there. I mean, how hard is it to be you at Fashion Week, being involved in this, being a mover and shaker? For me, um, I, 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 went, I moved to Hong Kong after college and did finance. I said, I'm not gonna go to business school. Why, why hypothetical textbook nonsense? You know, I'll work for a bank over there and I'll learn more in two years than I will ever in business school. So I did that for a while and I went, I worked in Zeist in Holland for AB and AMRO. So I have a finance background and there's a high level of um, uh, frustration involved in finance and the, uh, the frequency of distraction is very low. It's, it's monotonous. So I love fashion now, and, and I love- Well, that is distracting people. for sure. It is. <laughs> no it's doubt about bunch, it. <laughs> it's sometimes it's a bunch of well-paid, insane people who I don't even know how they tie their shoe or they're allowed out of their house unsupervised. And these people <laughs> make my day so much fun. They're nuts. You, they don't make any sense. I mean, I put a fashion show on for a friend. Uh, she asked me to do it. And it was like $100 an hour for five hours for makeup artists. And then two of them showed up and was like, I'm only doing five people's makeup. I'm leaving. And it's like, that's $100 tax-free. There was no tax. And these are not famous makeup artists. So this nut, no agreement at all beforehand. Everything was 100 an hour, five hours, all written out, agreed upon. They get there, they go, I'm doing five people's makeup or I'm going home. Then another girl showed up, same thing, a model. Then she said, I'm only putting on two outfits, not four. I'm like, you're being paid for the day. If they give you four outfits, you put them on. No, I'm going home. These are not people who even have money. So you have this whole but, where, but they've got thing. this attitude. You know, where are they getting that damn attitude? I mean, it's just, so, I guess, looks are everything, huh, with a lot of people. Well, the problem is um, most of the people that have failed since I started doing this a long time ago were people who um, had an attitude about themselves. And it's like, you go to a bar and a guy buys you drinks and laughs, doesn't mean you're funny. Doesn't mean he even wants to be. <laughs> yeah, we know what that's all about, you. don't we? <laughs> all right. like, hey, don't... you're so funny. You're so pretty. Uh, are we going home together? I mean, you know what that is. <laughs> right. But now yeah. you're in a room with 40 other girls and there's 3,000 Ukrainian girls who are getting off a plane now who are 15, who are better than you and willing to pretty much do almost anything. That attitude's not going to work. So those people really self-defeating um i bring it up just because it's frustrating because and that's people, hollywood hollywood's like that it's, too there's the only so long 
a diva is going to be put up with. I mean, that is one of the biggest compliments, even though I haven't done big things. What I have done is like, oh, you're so nice to work with. You're so easy to deal with. Well, I know that there are three million people that could be in my place easily, easily. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have that attitude and be grateful and happy with any opportunity, whether it's in a fashion world, whether it's Hollywood, politics. You know, you need to, I, I think, have that attitude. Don't you all? I oh, think yeah, in the it's end, like the that, Davis it's just like go that down. In production. It's like that in production. We did one. This guy was giving some grief, and I said, you know how fast you can be replaced? <laughs> I said, there's like 20 people I could call right now that would be happy to be here. <laughs> and you know, Paul Servino, you know, my my uh, you know, my late husband, legendary Paul Servino, he was never like that. I mean, some people think he, he wasn't difficult for the sake of being difficult. He was particular about his roles. He wanted to do the right thing. He wanted to do the job right. So if he would ever, if it was ever mistaken for that, but for the most part, he was very easy to deal with, very nice to deal with. But it was the people that were barely there, that barely had a name or didn't have a name. They were jerks. They were terrible. Like, hey, I'm a big star. And I'm like, what is that show? What are you doing? I'm, I'm married to a bona fide movie star legend. And I know he doesn't act that way. So I know you shouldn't be acting that way. But they do. And they hang themselves. So interesting. A global legend. A global legend. Thank Not just you. America. Yeah. And, yeah. But he never acted that way. But you get these people that, you know, like you say, chance like these models, like, I'm not doing this. You have the attitude, same with actresses, you know, and there, men do it too. I mean, it's not just mm -hmm. the women. I do think it seems like it's lopsided. I think the women can be a little bit worse. Although I've met some guys who just, they really thought, I'm like, <laughs> really thought that they were a star. And it's like, well, maybe one day you will be, and you may be a nice actor, but they really thought they were a star and they needed to be treated better. I don't understand that attitude, but I think in the end, they, they kind of don't make it, do they? In the end, they kind of go away. No. I, I, I have to say yeah. this. But, um, I've seen it when I worked in politics, and I, I'm seeing it now right now in Hollywood with a major star, Kevin Costner. Oh, right, that story. I don't, what do you all know about that story? I heard about it, but do you think it's true? Is he really you're, like that? You're cutting out, Stephanie. It's true. He uh, has a Western he wants to film, and he, it is the schedule is butting into the second half of the fifth season of Yellowstone. And Taylor Sheridan, from what I've seen, is ready to kill that character off. I mean, they're, and now Kevin Costner's lawyer came out and said, none of that's true, but. Let's get back in our way back machine. Well, his lawyer, his lawyer is going to say that. That's what they do. Publicists and lawyers and yeah. reps, they're, they're going to say that because they want Kevin Costner to still make the money and still not be looked at like that because he can be replaced too. I mean, Kevin Costner, okay, he's a name and he's been around for a long time, but he also started with Dances with Wolves and you know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's an inside joke chance. Do you know what? damn movie that beat at the Academy Awards, Dances with Wolves, take a guess. <laughs> I I have an idea and I have an opinion <laughs> already who about was Dances in the movie. with Wolves. I was trapped on a plane and that was the only movie playing and every time I thought it ended, <laughs> I was like, thank God it's over even though I had nothing else to do. It was a, a transatlantic flight and it never ended and I thought, I don't understand anything about this movie or why people like it. It's, it's tough when you're on a plane flight and you don't have a parachute. How can you have one movie for a flight? I, we never want to take that airline. How did that happen? Oh, well, that, that, well, that I was slept back, for half of it and I woke day. up and it was playing. And I yeah. said, oh, well, this will be okay. It was not okay. It was yeah. very bad. And I well, the like private it. joke is that Stupid Dances with Wolves beat Goodfellas for the best movie at the Academy Awards that year. What idiots. So it's always like, I hate anything with that movie. It's idiotic. It's stupid. Nobody watches it. Nobody likes it. And Goodfellas is on somewhere right now. So, hey. Yeah. And people reference it forever. And yeah. collectively, they kind of want to always be connected to it somehow. There's yeah. nothing like that's one of those movies where it's a lifetime and a generational thing. No one goes, oh, remember that scene in dance with wolves when they were dancing and he was with the wolf no you know. I, say that out loud nobody remembers a scene on dancing with wolves i mean it, give me a freaking scenes. break Ridiculous. i even um at the u.s open 
there was a party and for some reason uh, a guy said okay come to the uh, hotel next to where the entrance was for the big party it was like 2000 people and he walked me in through a bar through everything took me to the kitchen and said like this guy and i remember going with my phone and it's on instagram i'm like the good fellas it's me and then i went through the kitchen up the elevator did the whole thing and then because they had recognized me i told all my friends I'm going to come take you through the kitchen like Goodfellas. And I did it three more times. Wow. I felt like a king. I never reenacted a scene with a wolf and said, hey, <laughs> it's snowing. <laughs> and look at me with this wolf. Yeah, now, terrible, terrible I movie. I didn't know that that's what happened. That's insane. Yeah, so that's why I didn't bring that up. And I'm like, all right, you know, we all on the show, we all collectively hate it. We hope you do too now. So that's just, you know, the movie that we all I hated it before I knew what a ridiculous <laughs> ripoff it was. Yeah, I mean, if that was the only movie on a on an airplane over and over again, I can't even imagine that. I mean, and look at the fashion and that. They were just wearing furs, not good furs. And that's another question. Chance, do do, do they still wear furs at all, or is it all faux pearls, furs? Is that like um, a big no-no in the fashion uh, world? It is. It is. Uh, they're really phasing it out. Most people hate it. Uh, Russian women still fur is their whole life. It's their, you know upbringing i think they're given a mm -hmm. rattle and a fur coat uh as they're born. <laughs> and um, heels and, and diamonds heels. and diamonds and caviar and diamonds and, and caviar exactly <laughs> um but mark bauer he mark you're awesome i interviewed him about 10 years ago uh he started making faux fur um you can get faux leather faux everything and it's at the point where it's kind of indistinguishable um so there's really no need for it it's horrible it's unnecessary um and i don't see other than I didn't see anything at all that was fur in the last few fashion shows. Well, I uh, love you, Chance, but we're going to disagree on this one because I'm all about the real thing. So I like fur. I like leather. I like all of that. I even like foie gras. Sorry. I know that's uh -oh. really terrible. I know. I know. I know. But it's just like, you know, I just want to go all in real and have the PETA people really hate me. Public enemy number one. That's fine. But furs, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you've been wearing it forever. What's the problem? I, I don't know. I don't see it. I get it, but I'm wearing it. I have to say this. As a metalhead, if it's not real leather, I ain't wearing it. Okay. That's it. Who wants pleather? I mean, come on. Yeah, wearing that again. Leather. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I bet, you know, uh, Alan, I bet you wore pleather chaps, and that's just so gross. I just see you doing that. I, uh, you did. You were I like a stripper. I anymore. I really, yeah, well, I, yeah, but, I, but I know you stopped. did, and they were pleather, I bet. Yeah, no, that's stop. So, are there, Chance, are there any shows, like, which is all men, which would be, you know, great. It's, you know, there should be, but see, I, I mean, how can there not be? Of course, she goes from chaps to that, you know. It's <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was thinking. A show with the chaps and the whatever. And look, I'm not interested. I'm in mourning. I just think it should be fair to the men as well that they should be able to have their day on the runway in their chaps, in their, you know, vest or a cowboy hat. I, I think that's a certain Worker kind of bar. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I, I think that's what Magic Mike's all about. <laughs> well, that's fashion. I mean, it's something. Uh, it is. It Maybe is, bad see, fashion, but that, at least that, it's that, real. It's not AI, AI enough already. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather see but, but the thing real is all the, leather and not AI. All the money is in women's fashion. I mean, it, it's sort of like, the, I, I think of women's fashion as like the, the uh, sort of corollary to men's sports. Most of the money is in men's sports, not in women's sports. Most of the money is in women's fashion, not men's fashion. I don't know. In Hollywood, in New York, men spend money on clothes. Paul did. They, I they mean, do, I, but, it, but, but it doesn't have the variety. It doesn't have the... No, the... but you can't have one show. One. One. Is there one show, New York Fashion Week? I'm just asking you, Chance. Is there one men's show? One. I, I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't attend any. I don't know if there even was, to be honest, because I think I we need to get together that. and run that. There should be at least okay. one, and I think it'd be well attended. Am I wrong? Do you think? Do you think folks wouldn't show up to that? I would. I think it'd be. I think it'd be nice. You I know, a little trip here. Yeah. They would show a up. Of, a lot of women with one dollar bills. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it's fun to watch and, the guys and, and, walk and down the runway. Men have one dollar bills too. So that's right. That's right. That's right. We buy the we're equal This is the twenty first yeah. century. We have to, yeah. <laughs> Maybe RuPaul could host it. You know, RuPaul. <laughs> well, my, look, my, my my fashion sense goes from the Devil Wears Prada to RuPaul to Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. That's about what I know. <laughs> well, I love it. I love the I movie a, The Devil Wears Prada. What do you guys think? What do you think, Chance? I have a story with Annie Hathaway for you. Oh, I'll good. Please. Okay. Great. Please. Um, in my town where I grew up, Milburn, New Jersey, there's a pizza place. If you're young, you went there a million times. The bikes were always out front. And you kind of like the three brothers were like your extended family. They'd give you nicknames. I was Spongeely. And <laughs> you just that was it. So I went back uh, years later, and I saw a headshot of Anne Hathaway. And I said, oh, Anne Hathaway, they're like, yeah, we love her. She was in here forever. You know, she grew up, so she's from Melbourne, New Jersey. And they said, you know, if you see her or you interview her, tell her we said hi. I said, okay, great. So it turns out I was living in a building, and all of a sudden I hear Anne Hathaway and her um, boyfriend, husband, or whatever at the time, the guy who said he knew the Pope and all those connections, moved in. So I thought, I am going to get her. This is going to be so much fun. I get in on the elevator, 32nd floor. She's in there with like a huge bodyguard, hair and makeup person, and a stylist, publicist, whatever. I just put no, myself- No, no, Chance, in the elevator? She's with yeah. her entourage, She's okay. On her way somewhere. And Got I was it. probably going to get a soda. So I sat back against the wall and I just said, Annie, I'm taking you on a date. We're going to La Strada Pizzeria Ooh. in New Jersey. You're gonna love it. And she took the powdered brush and moved it in complete terror because to think some nut job gets on the elevator and knows <laughs> your favorite pizza place and childhood hangout that's in another state and he's going to take you there and then i find and like the, the bodyguard's like you know i'm gonna have to kill this guy and i finally <laughs> looked over and i said um tony said to say hi i grew up in melbourne too and she's like you don't even know what you did I thought I was going to die. I thought you were going to kill me because you must know me so well and you must be like a professional killer and you're the worst stalker ever and we're in the elevator and you're going to kill me. Well, because you're an elevator. You're the freaking elevator this big. So, yeah, I could see yeah. that. Well, I could yeah, get her before he could get me. Um, and we eventually became friendly, but I figured I'm just going to do it. And anytime I can mess with somebody on that level, it's going to happen. So that you said you had- like a you deleted have... scene from Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, we're going sure for a Right. Yeah. You know what? That's pretty damn bold with her entourage there and her bodyguard. And you're like, we're going on a date. And it's like, Ugh. and, and then I know place you're going to love this place with Strata in Melbourne, New Jersey. I mean, that's what <laughs> stalker, stalker. Yeah. I mean, that, that would, that would be a little frightening for a moment. You know, I love Anne Hathaway. She does good movies. And, I, you know, The Devil Wears Prada is such a great movie. Do you think that there's a lot of truth to that chance in uh, New York with uh, the fashion magazines? It. Never saw it. Oh my god! Oh my! I rarely see stuff uh, unless I have to interview somebody and I need to know their background. Or it just broke my heart. I can't believe you haven't hey, I seen saw the Paulie Devil Wears Prada times. Okay. Okay. I could do every line. I have to turn my back. On all right. Like, well, okay. You know that's all. That's, that's what all you. That's all you had to say. You know because mm -hmm. that's true. There are a lot. I know a lot of guys that are going to be watching the Devil Wears Prada. But I thought since you're involved in the fashion industry, that that would be a show you would see. Fashion. If they're only a streaming service that might show it once in a while. It's, <laughs> it's on all the time. No, it's on. On all the time, I'm telling you. It, it's on the service every flight that I take to Europe. Sometimes it's on it's all the time. <laughs> there you go. If you sit on the think... left, you get that. If you sit on the right, you get Dances with Wolves. Oh, gosh, please. <laughs> the worst movie ever. You know, they're, they're the enemy. Anyone involved in that? In fact, I'm surprised I didn't hate Kevin Costner before this, but now I do just because of that. <laughs> hey, you I, got I, to I, Waterworld. Oh, well, yeah. Well, oh. that, I, I still think Dances with Wolves is worse because of the crime they committed against Goodfellas. Give me a break. You know, nobody cares about that movie. That's the dumbest movie ever. Right, Tommy? I mean, how in the world could that win over Goodfellas? Bullshit. Why, why didn't Paulie take him out? I think he did take out a few. Just <laughs> the no names. Because there's only one. I mean, there was Kevin Costner and then the woman. I don't remember her name. Who cares? Wasn't Wes, wasn't Wes Goody in that? Who? 
West Duty. Who the fuck is that? There, nobody knows that name. That's that's oh, a loser. He's a, he's a he's loser. A great, he's a no, great, he's not uh, because he was in Dances with Wolves. There are. I don't know if he All was right. or not. I don't know if he was in it or not. <laughs> but. He was. He was. So, was so do, do you all I'm, have any I'm questions for now. Chance? We've got time, but I just wanted to like bring you all in, if you, and because it's all guys here, which is great for a Fashion Week show. We <laughs> lost Stephanie because our mic wasn't working. You know, we have to have good audio. But do you all have any questions, probably about the models or something like that? Anything interesting that uh, are you, that you'd what, be fascinated what, with? What's, what's the typical lifespan career for a model now? Oh boy, good question. Good question. Um, Five a minutes. Successful model. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have to start about 13 or 14. And if you get to mm. 18, that's really good. And then probably about half get lost there. Around 21, another half uh, get lost. So if you get past 21, um, it's not so much that you might be successful. You might start doing editorial like Macy's ads and newspapers. But the, um, Going past 21, you have to be a name. It has to be where if someone sees your face or hears your name, then they will continue. Uh, hmm. And then it could be $30 million a year, like Giselle or something like that. But um, I'd recommend all models at about 18, get married and get pregnant with some sort of athlete, like a big A-list <laughs> athlete. That's it. Does that On a related note, Harvey Weinstein got uh, another 16 years today. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> all right. Good, good, good. Yeah, well, oh boy, <laughs> there's so much to say about that. But this that's dating just life another... is starting over again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just uh, well, you know, just briefly with that. I mean, he was a dog for sure. I mean, he did so much. You know, he he was so terrible to everybody. But probably most the women were like, yeah, casting couch is it, it was it was a, an exchange. It just was. I mean. There's, I mean, look, with Harvey Weinstein being such a dog, such a terrible guy that he is, do you think he's going to do anything for anybody without getting something in return? How about no? He's well, not Hollywood going to. just in general. Right. But especially him, because that's yeah. the way he is. So, you know, I was like, okay, but you know, but then I'm sure he went overboard, like with this woman in LA. That's why I got another 16 years. But think about all those transactions yeah. that happen yeah. <laughs> with the willing participant. And I'm like, look, I mean, if you're going to go there, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, but if you're going to go there, you're going to go there. And it happens in Hollywood all the time. And my, my guess is in the fashion industry as well. That's what, what I was going to ask. Is there the casting couch culture in, in the modeling industry? Um, I, I have to be honest. Um, I cover Fashion Week a little bit, but that's not my main thing. So I'm not an expert on it. I do know that, um, yeah, it's there. It's definitely there. She's more of an expert, Chance, because you're there with everybody, but you're not one of them. So I think that your opinion is probably more true blue than these others, right? I mean, because if you're too close to it and too involved, it's jaded and, and you really can't, you know, give the real story. So I think that you do know. On it, so exactly. That's why I think. Yeah. What you're saying is true. You know, there's nothing they can do. You know, your life doesn't depend on it. Your livelihood doesn't depend on it. So I would believe you much more over a, you know, someone who works for a magazine. It's like, well, they've got to crank out a certain numbers or they have to say things with what the magazine wants. So I would believe you all day. And my guess is there aren't that many of you. You seem like you're, you would be maybe not an anomaly, but you would be a uh, special, you, you you don't strike me as the typical fashion week. And I don't want to say reporter because I think you're more than that. But I, I would think you would stand out in the crowd. Am I wrong here? Well, when, when you see some of the other guys that are covering fashion week, we're definitely dressed differently. Definitely not wearing the same clothing or from the same designer. Um, and not acting the same way. Uh, the enthusiasm level. I'm happy to be there, but I'm not that overwhelmed. But you can take I'm it or leave it. If it's yeah, turning it's like, to be a bad night, you're out of there. Where they're stuck there, they're chained. They're chained to it. They have to do yeah. it. Wendy's is doing two for one. You know, I'll go there and I'll get <laughs> fries and stuff. No, I've done that. I've walked on stuff. But one thing about the casting couch, uh, there's one designer. Um, he was saying on Instagram and all this stuff. Um, my models, they pay to be in my show. And I no, thought, no, what? I'm serious. And I thought, I know some of these models and some of them have 
huge careers and million, two million followers. So even without their modeling money, their influencer money, people think, oh, you're an influencer and you make money on your videos. And that's not it. You make money on wearing something that someone pays you or being seen at something, right. getting $10,000 to show up at a new restaurant. And it's, it's millions a year. If you have millions of followers, you can be making millions a year if you know what you're doing. And I said, this idiot's saying he's what? So I'm downstairs with them. Uh, one girl, not a huge famous singer yet, but really talented. She's, she's like, oh, yeah, he flew me in first class. He paid me $10,000. I got a suite for a whole week, all the stuff. Obviously, she didn't pay. And then I just started asking all the models. And soon they were like, you could hear like the background murmur of, what the, he said we freaking pay to be here? And I started like this revolution downstairs in hair and makeup. And I'm like, guys, I'm the only reporter or host down here that you're going to know it's me. And they're like, how dare he? And I was just waiting for one to get up and go smack him in his face, him being upstairs. And I thought, maybe I should do this talk like after the show's over. But um, <laughs> the ones who got featured the most were dating him. The ones who would be in a show and they're riding a horse somewhere in Jamaica. That's one of my friends. She was dating him. So whatever they call dating, yeah. The casting couch led to the better trips, more featured, more, you know, starting off the show and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's a difficult thing where it's like, hey, I have this. You want it. Here's what we can do. They weren't paying, but they were paying, you know, non-currency. They're the still most, paying. The most universal currency there is. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. paid me. That's uh, unfortunate, but it's, hey, you know, here's the thing. I, I it, it seems pretty terrible to me, but I mean, if they're, if they're adults, okay, fine. But whenever, with modeling, you know, Chance, when you talked about when they start at 13 or 14, that's what I worry about because when they're kids, they don't know what they're, same thing with right. child actors. I mean, you know, they're almost, what child actor came out of it okay? Like almost none. It's very difficult. And I would think modeling would be even harder because it's mm -hmm. totally on looks and you're not even putting a craft together. You're, you're not even developing a craft. So my goodness, I, I would hate to think about the tragic stories from child models because they dress them up like Tommy, like you said, you're, was right. it your niece or cousin? And they, and they don't look like they look because, you know, they make them look 10 years older. Well, she's almost 30 and she's still modeling. So she's doing something. That's right. pretty good. That's pretty but, good. Yeah. But, but that's an anomaly. Mm -hmm. do, they, do they know that she's over 20? Oh, yeah. Probably not. If, if, if she's 30, <laughs> now. that's like 80 in president. That is so old. Yeah. <laughs> I believe she, Just I ask believe Don she's... Lemon. Ask Don Lemon. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I've my had your damn prime. Forget it. I mean, are there ever any old lady models like for me, like fat old ladies that could like, you know, wear like uh, <laughs> <laughs> com comedians on uh, com comedians on the runway, you know, me and Roseanne and Sarah Silverman. And I think that would work. I think we should do that show, Chi. I think we should all I do that should. show. That'd I, be fun. It would work. Well, we, I'll, I'll, I'll be the host. I'll be the host of it. Yeah, there you I'll, go. I'll be awesome. I'll be the announcer. Yeah, Whitney Cummings, you know, she's she's attractive. But, you know, comedians tend not to be 21. <laughs> And, you know, six feet tall and monolithic. So I kind of think it would be a cool thing to do is to have these shows and have real people. But you have a theme with the real people, you know, not just yeah. like throwing, you know, the dude that works at the gas station or the woman that, you know, is the secretary for the principal at the local high school. I mean, maybe have comedians or maybe have like, you know, construction worker guys or whatever. I don't know. But it seems like to me that might just work. I think a lot well, of people are. Construction worker that. guys, we're back to Magic Mike. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, you know, I was going to go back there. Rihanna did that with Fenty Comedy X, with Chaps. Um, and her lingerie <laughs> show. <laughs> she they, did she, that what? I'm sorry. What was that? But, um she put on all uh, sizes, age, looks, yeah. ethnicities, everything. Uh, you know, Demi Moore, um, you know, still famous. Well, but, but she looks great. Come on, Demi Moore yeah, isn't exactly the regular woman. She still looks great. I mean, yeah. but she had She's, Lizzo and a lot of people. So, well, she, like, yeah, that's kind of different. Yeah. So there was a, a, and people responded to it and they liked it. So it was seeing people similar to yourself versus, you know, a certain age, certain height, certain look. Um, which really, it, it does get a little bit monotonous and, you know, step for wives and boring where you're like, you don't know the difference between the first model and the 10th model. 
Um, so that does work. But uh, I don't know if it's the pendulum swing where it's like, we want to see what everybody would look like in this outfit. And then soon it's like, well, this one looks a little better. And well, it can be entertaining, shape. though. I mean, certain sizes and certain <laughs> it can at least be entertaining. Well, sure, some here, liquor. Here's what I'm thinking. If we had fashion shows rather like what they have at the first weeks of American Idol or Americans Got Talent, where some of them are great and some of them really are not, that we could play them off against each other that way. Mm -hmm. That would be good. That would be very entertaining. People would tune in and watch that. Yeah. So Chance, who do you interview? Because these models, you know, I don't know, any model I've talked to, they really don't have much to say. They don't really know what's going on in the world. I mean, maybe that's just been my limited experience. But what in the world do you talk about? What Do, do you interview these models? <laughs> Is it the designers or, or, um, or, or, you know, influencers? I mean, do you have trouble interviewing models? Do they have anything to say other than I puked a minute ago? Ah, sorry. I need sorry, I'll you. Do, you, do, do you have a mint, please? Do you have a mint? Yeah, but then you got to throw the mint up too. That's six calories. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I've done some interviews where I've gotten Carl Lagerfeld and Calvin Klein, and they're really interesting. I bet. Like, yeah, sure. Then. The models, sometimes it varies. There was one time I was doing uh, an interview with four models and we were sitting there and I really didn't know how to handle it at that point because there was nothing. Just And I knew them. I, I was friendly with them. I couldn't get anything. And finally I went, hasn't any one of you even been kidnapped? <laughs> Just trying to get some, And one goes, I was in Malaysia. And I went, oh. I'm like, that's so bad, but please <laughs> tell us more. But something then, other than... yeah. What? So recently I had uh, the four models, this was at a really good show, two on either side, and I went, who's the biggest drinker? Who's the meanest person? And I got them battling. <laughs> That's great. We didn't talk about fashion at That's all. our show. She's like, she's mean. I lived with her. I go, the person who accuses the person of being mean is usually the mean one. She's like, That's right. She's a psychopath. <laughs> and, uh, I love it. That is the only well way. Well done. Well yeah, played. Don't try to talk to him about like oh their career or about modeling. Talk to him about anything having to do with who's more fun, who's a bigger drinker, who you know parties too much with guys. That's that you could have fun with. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's interesting because you never know what you're gonna get. But mm -hmm. I go in with modeling knowing I'm probably not gonna get anything from them, so I will bring what I can to antagonize, instigate, or break them out. And a lot of times. They're, they're nervous. They, they're they not supposed to be in front of a camera that has a microphone. It's supposed to be still well, shot. So you have to think about it. You have to have a brain and you yeah. have, and I don't mean to be stereotypical, but stereotypes are there for a reason. Any model it's I've talked statistic. to, sorry, but they hey, don't care. Have you, or have you used a microphone? It's not like you put food in front of them. <laughs> when, whenever I've talked to somebody from Russia or Ukraine, I find them very intelligent and have some great conversations about how they got here and how they got yes. into the industry. But they always get there the same way. I'm sorry, but just so you all know, I I, I knew a concierge in New York and they knew all the hotel people because they all get together and all the prostitutes are Russian and Ukrainian. I'm sorry, but that's what they all said over and over and over again. And they, it's a business for them because so they probably do. I'm sorry, but I'm just repeating what I was told by the concierge and they know they're, they're all the prostitutes in New York. Okay, allegedly. I'll say allegedly. <laughs> but they would be more business oriented, so they probably would be more well spoken, but they're right there, Johnny on the spot, ready to go on that couch. So they're gonna be they're gonna be there. Just saying what the concierge told me, and it was overwhelming. They all said it. I don't know. What do you think? Do You're you a New Yorker. Number? Do you have that concierge's number? <laughs> I need it for some research. Um I got hired actually. Uh, Wednesday before Friday when fashion started, I got a call at midnight and which is not a problem because people know I keep like crackhead hours no matter what. And um, this woman, Christina said, hi, I work with fashion TV and long story short, uh, next thing you know, I was hired. And um, I went around with Christina and uh, Anna, the head of fashion TV, amazing people on fashion TV, which I don't expect you guys to know, they're the largest uh, fashion network in the whole world. They're in 437 million houses now we know that doesn't mean people are watching it but if you apply that two percent 437 million that's there's a that's big great audience. that's great um, so that's why i actually went around fashion week this time but as far as uh talking to someone who's knowledgeable i interviewed uh alina bykova she's uh ukrainian and she had a lot to say 
really well spoken, um, extremely passionate. Uh, I thought we we're going to wind up almost crying with what she was saying, and then there might oh, be some there. Ho. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, she, she, she's she's oh, no, I don't I don't think she's done that route. But All she right. was someone who like literally could get up in front of a politician and make her case, uh, not just because she's angry, but because she knew. But don't you think that's the exception, though? I feel like I'm oh, really absolutely. being mean, but I, I'm just saying that I, I, anyone I've talked to experienced, and even Chance is saying this, and, and when I've experienced, because they're so beautiful, they don't have to have a brain, so they don't like work on it. They don't have to. They're too pretty. Who cares? I mean, because a ton of guys, they don't care if you can carry on a conversation, especially in New York. Look, I've lived in New York many, many years. I get it. I mean, they, New York men, rich New York men, they love beautiful women, and that's fine. That's fine, We're but New that York happens a lot. beautiful women, too, yeah. Sure, sure. Well, everybody likes beautiful women. But I feel like the New York men especially, they can give up the brain if they look good enough. I don't know. And it's even worse in L.A. It's even well, worse in L.A. There are some women, though, who are planning for the future, and they they go into acting when their modeling career subsides. That's and right. I, and yeah, I've met exactly. a couple. I've, if they I've can make couple, that jump. Yeah, I've I've met a couple of former models who have become actresses, actors. I guess we should just say, uh, Trisha Helfer comes to mind. Uh, she was Helfer. The, that's not a very good modeling name. Hel or Helfer. Helfer. Pepper, Trisha Helfer. It's not Helper. No, she she no she is not. She played uh, Lucifer's mom in Lucifer. She played the Cylon Six in Battlestar Galactica. Uh, she's in her forties now. She did a five minute video for me uh, for my classes. And then there's Terry Farrell, who was Dax on Deep Space Nine. And both of them, when I asked them to do videos for my classes, they're like, I'm a high school dropout. Why do you want me to talk to your college kids? And yet they they were very intelligent in what they said and what the importance of, of actually developing your career and looking towards the future, because that's what they did. Are you but saying that them, Kevin Costner used to be a model? To what? What? I said, are, is he saying that Kevin Costner used to be a model? Oh, gosh. And it, it, bye, Kev. Bye, bye. No, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for the worst, for the worst movie in the world. So, chance we got probably about a minute left. So, it, w w for the fashion industry, what do you want to tell the world? That is, what do you think is most interesting about what, what you're up to? And are you going to continue with it? Are you fed up with it? Are you in the fashion world forever? Um, I'm stuck. I have to stay with this. <laughs> I uh, I burned all the, the Wall Street bridges, but I think if everyone just subscribes to my OnlyFans, I'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> OnlyFans. Oh, nice. They're all not, oh, Lord. Yes, people. You really well, want to see the models. Okay, that's but where they are. yeah, well, that's where they are. They're with Chance. <laughs> they say no chance they're in the bath. So. They're waiting right now. <laughs> Right, they're they're behind the, the the shower curtain and on the couch, and you know he's like living the life. He's that guy. He they're is that guy. Closet, you know, private room. All right, one minute left. Let's go around Robin. Favorite model, Tommy. Quickly, who? Who's your favorite model? My God, Christy Brinkley. Okay, Helen. Raquel Welch. Kurt. Oh, yeah, uh, I'll go with Trisha Helfer. Oh fuck. <laughs> so wrong. Okay, Charles, who's your favorite model? Edie Sorvino. I love you. Well, then I'm going to say you're my favorite model. Isn't he cute? All right, he is cute. <laughs> I, you know, I can see where those ladies like you. So, but you're on. Tell us where you are. You're on uh, a fashion TV, and how do we find you? It's now fashion TV. Um, the footage hasn't even been processed yet, but. Uh, I would just go to chancetelevision.com or yeah. Instagram Chance TV. I'll start changing and putting stuff up there. Um, All right. Or look for me, you know, on one of those late night shows where they're like America's Most Wanted or have you seen this guy <laughs> or something. Well, when they have the fat old fashion show lady who's funny, I'm your lead. I'm yeah. your lead, okay? <laughs> okay, guys, love you. We didn't even get through our alcohol, but I think we have mostly wine and moonshine. And whiskey, right? Wine, moonshine, I, whiskey. Irish We're coffee. Good. Irish coffee. It's cold. All right. Today. Okay. Very good. Okay, guys. See you. Oh, did we get our picture, Kurt? Cheers. We need the picture. Let's do the picture. Cheers. Okay. All right. Very good. Chance, thank you, dear. <laughs> I, know, I know you're I'll busy you with all your models. Thank you for taking the time.
Bye, guys. See you later. Thank you. See you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.